Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Welcome back to another Fruit Snacks. In today's episode, we're going to look at a final related attribute, actually two attributes of God. Part of this idea that we've been discussing this week about God as a mind and also God as eternal and self-sufficient. These attributes today are sort of held in tension with one another and they are God as transcendent and God as imminent. Now, when I say imminent, I need to qualify the spelling of that word. This is imminent with an A, not an I. And the difference is that uh, imminent with an I would be Jesus's return is imminent, as in it can happen at any moment. That's not what we mean by saying that God is imminent as an attribute. Imminent with an A would be more along the lines of saying that God is immediately present in his creation, and that he can be known within and through his creation. Now that's held in tension, as I said, with this idea that God is transcendent. And the idea of transcendence would be that God is unique and that he is wholly other from his creation, that he exists completely outside of it, and that he truly can't be comprehended because he is so different from anything else that exists. One of the evidences that we have or can point to for the transcendence of God would be something like the doctrine of the Trinity. You know, we, we've talked about the Trinity already, but just this concept that God is tri-personal, that God is one what, but that, is, that he is three who's, Well, that in and of itself is a transcendent attribute of God because there is and exists no other being that is like God in that respect. There is no other thing that we can point to or give an analogy for that would help us understand what exactly that means to say that God is one God in three persons because every other thing that we know or can think of, every person you know, is one being and one person. And we don't know of any other type of being that is more than one person within a being except God. And so that's an example of how God is wholly other, that there is nothing like God and nothing can be compared exactly to who God is and what he is like. So how do we hold these in tension? Well, for one, the idea of God's transcendence is, I think, pretty absolute. This idea that we can't comprehend God and that, frankly, we couldn't know anything about a being like this on our own or within our own ability to reason and think about God. And that right there points to the need for revelation. If we are going to know anything about a God like this, a God who is truly transcendent, then it must come from him. We are never going to be able to fathom a God like this unless he tells us about himself, unless he 
lifts up the veil, so to speak, and shows us about who he is and what he is like. And so this is where scripture and the incarnation of Jesus both become incredibly important to really developing a good theology and understanding of who God is and what God is like. And without these two things, the transcendence of God would basically mean that we are hopelessly lost when it comes to trying to find words to understand and describe God. Now, at the same time, this idea that God is imminent, that he is immediately present within his creation, and that he can be known within it and through it, as I said, is held in tension with transcendence, and yet we also see this in Scripture through revelation, through the fact that God gave us revelation, and through the fact that people like Paul and Romans say that God can be known and, what, uh, and, and that certain things are even plain about God and can be almost reflexively or axiomatically known because of creation means that God is imminent, that he has made himself discoverable through his creation and through conscience and other things that he has blessed his creatures with. So on the one hand, you have this idea that God is wholly other. And on the other hand, you have this idea that God is immediate to us. And so how do we find a balance to this tension? I really think that this is one of the beauties of Christian theology. We find the ultimate balance of these two doctrines in the person of Jesus Christ. Because when Jesus came, he was wholly other in that he was he was truly God. And there were things about him that the disciples witnessed and saw and they just did not understand. We see uh, glimpses of his transcendence in things like the transfiguration, for instance. We see, uh, we see glimpses of his transcendence in his resurrection, his glorified body, and things like that. And yet at the same time, his imminence is what is on display foremost when he is amongst the disciples and, and in his earthly ministry. And that is that this whole idea that God has come near to us, that we could never reach God on our own, we could never reach out to him and find him, but he can find us. And not only can he, he's chosen to do so, not because of any obligation that he has, not because of any need or lack that he has within himself, as we discussed earlier this week, but because of his great love for us, for his creation, and for his desire to bring redemption to it to restore it to what he originally intended for it to be. And so while God would be perfectly content and could be completely okay to simply stay transcendent, because of his love for us, he has chosen to make himself imminent to us so that we can know him and that we can find him and that we can be reconciled to him. 